We have Leah, she's a schoolgirl model. Gleek, what is Gleek? From the Glee Club, like on Glee. Okay, okay. Jan, okay. I don't know if I definitely want it. The part is very you. People call me the Rachel Berry of drag all the time, so I feel like it's one of They're those They're not things. wrong. If I dream all the possibilities. If there was ever a role that was tailor-made for Jan, it's this one. It's peppy, it's annoying. Wildest dreams, they will come true. This is a lot. Well, Mary, in the words of the Wicked Witch of the West, surrender Dorothy, surrender Jan. Surrender Jan, because uh, you're not getting out of this one alive. <laughs> well, it's just uh, obviously clip of the week uh, featuring the phrase, the Rachel Berry of drag. Now, yeah. Because we're going in hot. We're starting with Jan in minute one. We got the feedback and we didn't take it. We are leaning into the jantasy and the pause buttons are being slammed right now. Well, it's just interesting that, I mean, I know Jan is the one that said it, but they showed it. And she's now, this is it. Like, this is what she's got. I just feel like... To say, you know, oh, I've been called the Rachel Berry of drag, and then she gets cast and she plays it very well, the Rachel Berry of drag, it's like, well, I guess you have to lean into that now. You know, there's a part of me, and this is all just, this is my jantasy, this is my French vanilla jantasy, so everybody just accept it, but I love, again, the 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 Dogvillian, you know, narrative of last week, it was like, all right, we broke her down, like, and, and it seemed like she was, you know, uh, heading for the van. It was like, okay, we broke her, we're done. And now this week, now that they've said, you're too much, you gotta, you tone it down, Jan. Now, like, perfect timing. It's like, so we've got this, we've got this part for you that we think is perfect, but, and, and it's just like really annoying and she's really loud and she's basically Leah Michelle, you know, like really problematic. Um, and we just like, this is you, this is for you. And like, we need you to like, can you amp it up this week? Like the fuckery, this is, I, I'm not saying I love it, but from like a, if I look at all of this as fiction, I love it because it's so fucked up. And if I look at it as like real and, and as a human being, I'm like, oh, God, this is so fucked up. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the edit alone. I mean, I, I just mentioned the idea that they included this statement is, you know, a choice. But then to like mix in the clips of Jan practicing the singing during the read through with that music the dinky dink music uh -huh. and then pandora's commentary yeah like what are they doing here what are they doing here is this is are we i mean i was laughing sure it well it's so it's just so strange because the whole time i kept watching it thinking like like you could see except for this moment of her practicing which i'm sure there was some frank and editing going on here oh but completely. you could see like in in the clip of them at the at the table later it was as if she was afraid to open her mouth it was as if I she know. was afraid to say anything because someone was gonna be like jan tone it down and like she just there's this kind oh. of like 
you know, shelter dog quality coming out. Oh, Mary, Mary, that's exactly what I was thinking about. So throughout the episode or the beginning of this episode, right, they, you know, they all sit down and they're like, Jan, you're a lot. Yeah, you were a lot. Yeah, Yeah, you really are. You're not seeing it. You're actually too much. Yeah. And then, and you know, like, okay, they're critiquing her. That's fine. They're in the room with her. So, but then the editors kept showing shots of Jan throughout the beginning of this episode. I don't know if you noticed, but they kept cutting to Jan and it was always yes. this mm-hmm. subdued reaction yep. from Jan. Yep. Well, and then and then and we need to talk about this immediately is a moment that I I felt a jolt go through me and then one of our Marys, Sister Mary Peter, am I getting this right? I always get my P names wrong. I don't want to screw this up. But anyway, I'll look this up and I'll vamp while I'm talking, but he messaged us as well. and was like, oh, I'm assuming you guys caught this, but there is this talking head of Jan yes. adjusting her overalls. Yes. And it's just, and so, and it's uh, like substitute teacher being frustrated. Uh, Sister Mary Paul, if I said Peter, yes. I, I got my apostles mixed up. Sorry. Um, <laughs> or a folk singing band. Yes. Wrong. You know, yes. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Mary. <laughs> but they're talking about the lipsticks and how basically like Jan won by a tube, you know? And she was like, you know, I expected one or two, you know, lipsticks to have my name. I did not expect there to be four. And she said, it really blows my mind. And then she's got like these two hands and then she Mm. adjusts her overalls. Mm. And then it really bothers me. And she does that kind of like peacock hand, you know, where the fingers kind of fly out. And the phrase, it really bothers me, while adjusting what you're wearing, is very new substitute teacher drag. Like yes. It is very, the kids are out of control, they don't respect me, you know, and the, you know, and I'm adjusting, like, this really bothers me, guys. It yeah. really bothers me. And the fact Not going to raise my voice. Right. Not going to raise my really voice. really bothers me. And I like that, like, one of the straps took, like, another second of adjustment longer, because mm-hmm. that was, like, even that adjustment was not going well. And she she looks right into the camera while she says it, which to me is like that the teacher getting real and looking at the students and thinking she can reason with them. This is bothering me. You're upsetting mm-hmm. me. You're triggering me now. Like, okay, well, you mm-hmm. know, now you've lost them. Uh, and then right at the oh, end. The nuance of her adjusting that strap, it just tells such a story. It's so good. Of how Charlie, Jan Sport, is feeling underneath all of this, underneath yeah. all of the lights. Yeah. And then, and then reaching for an off-camera drink. I... This is for me this All Star season. I've watched it so many times. For this season, it's this season's. It's crazy, right? For me, like mm. adjusting your overalls. I, this has been born, Marys. Adjusting your overalls and what that means. I'm adjusting my overalls about this right now. You know. Yeah, I'm adjusting my overalls right now. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm getting serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me just adjust yeah. my overalls for a second. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not comfortable. Let me get yeah. a little comfortable. This yes. bothers me. Yeah. I can control this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Really blows my mind. I just, ugh, so good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, if we're starting this episode talking about Jan, you know, one of the things, I went to see this uh, at a bar this week at Scandals. And, you know, it was a pretty crowded bar. Um, The idea was that Jan did very well and probably should have won. What are your thoughts on that? Um, You know, I, I think that, you could say the same about Pandora Box this week. Okay, yeah. Which no, I know, I'm, I'm you know, is, what you're putting down is a yeah. you know maybe an unpopular opinion so far in this podcast. But I think facts are facts. Like, you know, we're judging them by what we're seeing on the show, and like facts are facts. Like, she 
was great in the acting challenge. She totally got the tone of it. She totally, mm. like, in the ways that some, like, other queens, like Akira, were kind of missing the beats, I felt like Pandora knew the beats to hit in these terrible drag race acting challenges. And, yes. um, you know, uh, I certainly have thoughts on Kylie, but I, I think this week it's fair to say that, like, Pandora deserved to at least be in the top. Like, that was a great performance. Sure. Sure, because I certainly have thoughts on Kylie, which we'll talk about. But back to Jan here, you know, there her runway was, was probably great. one of the best. Yeah, one of the best of the week of this week. Um, and yeah, so I'm glad she was in the top. Um, in terms of her critique by the judges, it was like last week never happened. It was just odd. It was just odd that they were like, oh, my God, you did this week what we told you not to do. Good job, Jan. Yeah. It was odd. It was weird. And, like, and I can see, because there is also, like, a really logical narrative of, like, that I think Eureka was kind of getting at, where, like, there are times and places to turn it on and turn it off. And, like, Eureka is kind of a great example because she can be a huge energy and drag. But, like, new in last week's challenge, I got to really tone it down or I got to, like, make it more conversational mm-hmm. and more connective. And and I think that shows a sort of emotional intelligence that I almost feels obvious, that I'm almost... There is a part of me, I guess, to kind of be the devil's advocate for everyone who's like, enough about Jan, one star! Um it, it, it does kind of feel like common sense to me in a bit of a way of like, well, yeah, right. The acting challenge, they would expect you to be at a 27 because you're playing a character. And in the play yourself challenge, they want you to chill out a little bit. Like, mm. I, it, that, isn't, that isn't that hard to comprehend. I guess there is a part of me, while I'm loving Jan's journey as a frustrated substitute teacher, is also like, it's not that complicated. Like... Right, you know, just read the read the room, read the writing on the wall, and know what you're supposed to do. Right, you know, I. And the other thing is, is like, who else could have played the Rachel Berry, right? Uh, the Leah Michelle witch. Who else could have done that? I mean, that, to this, maybe Ginger. Well, I I almost felt like it was so perfect for Jen. It was kind of like when they did the Kardashians musical, and they had Alexis Michelle, who who does you know Chris Jenner, and it was almost mm. like. You know, there are there are those times where a certain role or a certain challenge, it's like, oh, my God, you're just like you're food, you're you're feeding baby food to a baby right now. You know, like this is yeah. so you have obvious. To take the beach ball. You mm-hmm. have to take the beach ball when they give it to you, because that's what that's what they intended. And I mm-hmm. feel like if they if that, you know, if J- Jan leaned in and was like, no, no, I need to change my narrative here. I think they would have punished her. I I think it, it just would not have worked, but I, it is definitely a little, a little hypocritical if you're kind of following the canon of the show and that like they challenge these queens to not just come out on stage and say, well, this is who I am. This is what I do. And they're like, well, we don't want this. But mm. then it's like, you would almost think then, well, here is almost the bait of like, well, Jan, you're going to do what you always do or are you going to take a challenge? You know, like right. I could also see that narrative of like, well, no, I'm not going to take the easy role. I'm going to do the one that's a challenge. But she totally could have bombed doing that, you know? Right, right. It's more of a risk. Mm-hmm. Maybe a higher reward, maybe, um, in terms of like everything. But it sounds like, you know, just lean into safe for now yeah um, and she was more than safe uh you know she she got praised which i think was kind of them to not make her safe yeah i i think that it 
if for her to have done this week's challenge and not have gotten any feedback on the runway would have been like, well, okay. So what, you know what I mean? Like we would have, we needed something, but I also feel like she must just be like every night in that, like La Quinta, you know, hotel room, just being like, I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to be. And just like tugging at her overalls furiously, you know? Um, I think she's fine. I don't, you know what I mean? Of just like, recalibrate Jan recalibrate uh, uh, you know I mean back to this this I don't know is it an honor is it a, a title the Rachel Berry of drag like yeah it's it's one way to lean into it and then and then take the insult away by doing really well in the challenge right um, because it's it's an insult right to be called that is an insult am I wrong well that's what I was gonna say is like it I think you lean into something unless it's like, well, you're kind of the, the like, you know what I mean? Like you think about it, it's like, oh, saying that somebody is, we know what that means. And and Pandora explains it. It's annoying. It's loud. It's, it's over, you know, melodramatic. It's over the top. Like these aren't things that people love. So there is also this quality of the whole time. And this is, I, I did get the sense that Jan was picking up on this, but didn't want to like respond to it. Or at least that's the narrative I wrote in my head of like, all of this is like so passive aggressive and such a majorly yeah. backhanded compliment. Like I am yes. like talk about Dogville. Now they are all smiling and spitting in my face and telling me, oh my God, you're going to be perfect as this awful, awful human being, this terrible character that everybody hates. You're just so perfect for her. You're so good at it. Like, where do you go with that? You know? Well, and you know what? The other thing is, is uh, to say a drag queen should not be loud and over the top. I just and a little annoying. I it. mean, it's just kind of like, well, that's isn't that drag, right? Right, over the top. I know it's kind of like whenever I, you know, poo-pooing actors, you know, like oh, like oh, my craft, and they're oh, they're so precious and whatnot. It's like, well, how else do I expect them to be? Like again, they're not all going to be Tony Collette doing Hereditary and being like, oh well, you know, it's a job, you know, so. Like, you have to kind of just accept, doesn't it come with the territory if part of someone's job is potentially to, like, be crying on stage every night or having a big monologue or blah, blah, blah? Like, wouldn't you expect them to maybe be a little emotional or dramatic so that they can kind of, like, go to those places? Like, yeah, you know? And and, and not for nothing, I don't think any of the girls, with the exception of maybe Ginger, could have played this role as I don't know uh, effortlessly I mean she just she knew exactly what to do she came up with all those moves herself you know she sung it all Mm -hmm. like she did it Jan and Ginger could have switched because I could have seen each of them doing the other one's role and figuring it out like I think Mm -hmm. they could have switched I also like not for nothing if if Ginger got to be Jessica, she would have had another win this week. Like, oh, I know. Like, I, I and I would have loved to see it because, I mean, she's definitely like the best actor in the room. Like, I think she's, I think Ginger in some ways is, a, she's certainly emerging as a front runner for me. B, I think she could have played pretty much any of those roles. Um, and see, I think I figured out that I think she is our narrator. I know we kind of talked about that a little bit last week. For me, I feel like Trinity is now more of a commentator and Ginger feels mm. more narrator, you know? Oh, Trinity. Trinity. TKB. Can we talk about that runway? Yes. Oh, 
My God. But you know what the best part about it was? I don't know if you watched Untucked, but there it it was just Pandora and Trinity in Untucked. Mm -hmm. And it was Trinity on one side of the couch and the rest of the couch was taken up by her train. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, this train. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mama from a train. My goodness. I. I mean, and the bar blew up when she walked out. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, I was I, I was running some errands yesterday, and I was walking, and I was thinking about Trinity, because, you know, and I was like, you know, <laughs> there is a possibility. And, like, I'm not trying to get anyone's hopes up, but it's like her runways are all great. She's been killing every challenge except for the first one, and who remembers that? She has a win under her belt. Um she, she looks great in the workroom. She looks great in the workroom. She's giving great TV. She gives great commentary. I was like, and I was like, you know what? There's really no reason why Trinity couldn't go to the finale. And then she I should. Thought, she should win. And I thought, and you know what? There's really no reason why Trinity couldn't win this thing. And then Correct. I just, I just thought, like, I, I was thinking about recording the episode. Like, if Trinity won, we'd have to do a hot take like immediately. But it would just oh, be totally. like a very emotional, like only Marys that like only the inner circle could listen to because it just sure. be very raw. But it was like Trinity K. Bonet could bounce all the way back to the top. Mary, I'm I. It was just she, a fun. She it was a fun feeling. She, she is. is the top. She's the yes. trade. She's the trade. Apparently, she's the top. Want to be on top? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Wear a suit. No. <laughs> yeah, and I loved her. Her choice in the challenge. I mean, it was not a winning role, and I think she knew that. I think and, she knew that going in. Yeah. And she, she, she played the part. She knew where she was. She wasn't trying to do too much. I feel like that's what Raja got, kind of sidetracked with is she's like oh i have to do something it's like well Mm -hmm. you have to do the list but you're you're probably putting in too much i will say this though ross and michelle not liking the voice it's like i think it i think it was a talking head with raja it's like well that's the voice i got that's what i brought like deal with it that's my character yeah and aunt michelle and uncle ross aren't feeling the voice yeah yeah and and i i i I was feeling the voice. Is that weird? Same. I love the voice. And when she was kind of practicing it in the workroom with Trinity, I was like, oh, this is funny. I love this. This is ridiculous. Like, I couldn't understand what the problem was. I just, yeah, I disagreed with with that change. I I thought whenever that little voice came out, it gave her more nuances to play with. Correct. She was you know putting on something else i think and it was also a good balance to tkb yes yes it meant that tkb could just do what she was doing which was a little bit more of the straight man of the two so to speak mm. and it was like well the the more raja leans into what she's doing the more that'll amplify the difference with trinity and like that dissonance is going to be funny blah 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 you know right right exactly yeah in terms of uh pandora uh, another kind of standout here. I mean, talk about a queen that was doing things that Russ and Michelle did not tell her to do. I just, I felt like she came in and she's like, I got this. Like, it was kind of like watching Bianca do a challenge in season six. Where it was like, oh, you just know, you. this is what you know how to do. Like, she could play old ladies. She, old lady. Yeah. I mean, she, I, when she came out as Joan Crawford, I was like, oh, this is the drag race I want. <laughs> 
She's she's Joan Crawford with with the with the straight jacket axe in that coat. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. And you found yes. a new bit with the hangers that I thought was fresh. Oh my god, so funny! Yeah, it was. I mean, she was, and as Myrtle Snow, like it was very much. I wrote down that she, and I want to make sure because it was very much a. Uh, Kind of like a role that like Mary Gross would play in the eighties, you know? Yeah, she added. A, did is it just me? Pandora kind of added a speech impediment of sorts. Uh, not not impediment. Um, just a quirk. There was uh, a, a thing. There was almost as if she had. And I don't know. Maybe it was even a bit of a, a Francis Conroy thing because she's got a right. little bit of a. She's got a little bit of a mouth, you know. She's got she and Drew Barrymore kind of have fun mouths. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I feel like her R's were W's. Yeah, there's point. a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very it, very funny. The model of the world, world, world. right? It was good. It was good. I felt like she really, like, was just uh, to me was an effortless standout. Whereas I think with Kylie Sinek, Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller. Um, it was certainly a lot more effort, and I, I don't know if it fully got there for me. If I'm going to be honest, as a as a rabid actrosexual who loves Jessica Lang nuances, I don't mm. know if she fully got there. She got close, but she didn't get there the way Pandora or Ginger might have. You know, uh, that's probably true. I I will say, you know, watching it twice. I watched it at a bar and I watched it again. It. She, it was good, and it was. Uh, there was, there were levels throughout. It wasn't just that speech right. that I thought she did well at, mm-hmm. and and I think that it's it's a hard role. It's a hard role to keep up. You know, it's a really hard role. And no, she. There were things she did that I did not expect. Like when she got big and raspy on like, "Where are you now?" Mm-hmm. Like that was great, and she she was great. I think that I. For a role like that in a moment like that, like I'll never be satisfied. Like I wanted to, I wanted to be like divine levels of over the top. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I wanted to yeah. be like, uh, like Mink Stoll in the beginning of Desperate Living, just like screaming out the window at kids. <laughs> I want that level, or else, like, you know, I'm not gonna come. You know? So, <laughs> well, Jessica Lang. Jessica Lang is over the top. Is a drag character. It's also very iconic. Um, especially if you watched all of the American Horror Stories, mm-hmm. like Jessica Lange is this, you know, force of sorts, and and she did very, very, very well. She also had that runway, which I just it was. I know I'm watching True Blood these days, so I'm influenced, but uh, it was totally Fantasia dancer. Uh, I, you don't watch that show, no. but it's a vampire bar, and there's like go-go dancers. Mm, well, you know. Sookie Stackhouse. I hate that name. Ugh. It sounds like pancakes. Um, I, you know, I was watching The Pit Stop, which I feel like has evolved into something even bigger than a recap show uh, and in terms of the editing and the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. Like, it's so... I think Trixie's great at it. I think the guests have all been really great. Like, it's... Um, I'm like I remember when it used to be like six minutes of like let's quickly go through the facts and it's just mm-hmm. really evolved. But they, I try not to watch it before we record because it definitely influences my thoughts. But it, I I need. I haven't so- seen an episode yet. Oh oh there's oh my god the one with given Kennedy goddamn Davenport was on. I just I mean I'm just she sang when, a little when, song when, about when wearing we're tights. Done recording when we're done recording I'm like done with drag until 
you know, uh, Spain or until the next episode of All Stars. Like, I just, yeah. yeah or like I, I, Holland season two starting in a couple weeks. So what was, uh, so anyway, what did they talk about? So anyway, they, they talked about, they were talking about the looks and, and I loved Kylie's look, but they were like, well, I don't know if this was necessarily goth, but it was right. great. And I thought, well, yes. that's, that's true. And, and it's a, it's a fair point. Did she look incredible? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. But was it, did it fulfill the brief? Eh, maybe not. Um, but I also. Was most goth was Jan. Jan, I mean that little coffin backpack. I oh thought my that was God, cute. What a little cute Jan Sport uh, backpack, backpack. Oh, backpack queen. Um, Ginger was also uh, it was pretty goth. Yeah, the Victorian kind of a look. you know a Lydia yeah. Dietz kind of energy, like Lydia yes. Dietz on Broadway. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I, if I'm being honest, I don't think any of them really nailed it except for Jan. Jan really like went. Uh, I think she went the most full on with it. I think, yeah, like Akira's was cool, but I was like, well, just, I don't know if this is goth, but it's cool. I mean, I think Pandora's was an interesting story okay. on the runway. Sure. Yeah, and, no, no. I mean, that, that I think is, there's, there's a gothness to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think her makeup did her any favors, but it was, it was pretty goth. Yeah. Um, Eureka dressed as Frankenstein's bride and, I'm like, uh, I really thought Eureka was going to be in the bottom, both from the performance and the runway this week. I was very surprised. Yes. I thought that she kind of stunk, uh, to be honest. <laughs> like, if we're just going to call spades spades, I think that she kind of stunk. Um, Tell me about how she stunk. Like, I think <laughs> she was kind of play acting, you know, where you smile through all the lines, even though you're performing different emotions. Like oh. she was play acting and I was like, what? you know, and I like, and I can recognize that because I think that's what I would do. Like, I don't, um, I remember that time we tried to like it's pretend like to be, you're... remember okay. that time, I think it was in, in Only Mary's or something, but we were like pretending to do daddy voices and I like can't because I, I just sound like somebody's fun aunt, you know? And so it just doesn't, because I, I don't get tough like that, you know? Um, it's like when you're playing pretend with little kids uh-huh. and you're, you know, oh, you killed you're, me! You're oh. acting that you're acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, you got oh. me! Oh no, you I'm got me! I'm gonna get you! Yeah, I got you. That's yeah. what she was doing, and um, and you know, I needed to lean in, uh, especially Eureka. It's like you're just, you know, your bowl of fun soup. Like you're playing a Kathy Bates character. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, but Mary, before we go any further, you can't just drop that little pebble into the 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 pond and not expect me to call it out. So can you? Can you at least try? Give us what's the daddy voice, Mary? Give us a little daddy voice. Oh man, this is gonna be tough. Cause I'm I wanna hear the ant through the daddy. Yeah, I mean, like default I, I'm ant, and then at best I'm like your uncle who lives in a condo, you know? So like right. Ouch, I live in a condo. Well, oh I no. An apartment. Like I like I also like I dream of like meeting a man who's like an uncle who lives in a condo. Like that's my dream man. But um, all right, let's see. You have to, okay, what would I say? Like, um, oh God. Okay. Um, uh, what, what, what did daddy say? Uh, who, clean up this mess. <laughs> no video games for a week. <laughs> no son of mine is ever gonna, uh, what would, what would uh, just, yeah, no, uh, go for it. Go for all it. Right, one I, more try. One more, right, one more. Okay. One more try. I'm going to try to be a dad. Like this is, tell me to take off my pants and get off the, get on the bed. Oh 
my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is a free episode. You're not even charged two ninety nine a minute to listen to this, Marys. Um, this is Colin attempts to do phone sex. <laughs> okay. Um, do you ever see that episode of Rocco's Modern Life where he becomes a phone sex operator? Yes. Yeah, that's what I feel like right now. Um, uh, all right. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to tell you to take off your pants and get on the bed. Yeah, okay, great. Well, if ever there was a time to talk about therapy. And I do love to talk about therapy. I honestly don't know anyone who wouldn't benefit from it these days, myself included. I couldn't agree more, Mary, and it's super accessible now thanks to BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a lovely cheese pizza just for me. And much like Selena, I love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor basically at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. Mary, um, I want to talk about this challenge as a whole a little bit before we, you know, maybe talk about, um, we, we didn't really talk about uh, Eureka, or not Eureka, Akira. But um, what I think would have made this challenge more interesting for me, because it was so specific to the American Horror Story kind of world, um, with the exception of the Joan Crawford thing, which I thought was the best idea, I thought... I think the concept would have been more interesting and funnier if it was just witches in general, not witches that were these characters from the American Horror Story world. So, for instance, you had uh, the, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West comes in, right? You have her as one of the queens that wants to be Coven Girl. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have you could even have Glinda come in. Um, the as good like witch. a change of yeah, you could have the witch from Into the Woods come in. Uh huh. Yeah, with the rutabagas. Yeah, you could have um, one of the witches from Practical Magic come in. Diane Weist and Stalker Channing. Oh, now that's the dual role that you want. You could have <laughs> Angelica Houston from The oh. Witches. Oh, completely. Yes, completely. Or if you want to go really obscure and keep the children on their toes. You bring in the neighbor from Rosemary's Baby. Oh, um, if I swear to God, I swear to God, if Pandora Box came out in like a floral house dress and a and a headpiece on and and was like mm. you know um, around the brand new carpet, you know. <laughs> 
I just think, you know, the, <laughs> he's the, Roman and I'm Minnie, okay? Uh, and then have Jessica Lang, or and then have you know the Emma Roberts character. But I think change up the references and make it a little bit more gay. Uh, yeah, I think because there might be people out there listening thinking, but what about the Sanders and sisters? And, you know, I hear oh, that. Oh, sure. I think Hocus Pocus is getting enough love. Aren't they making a sequel? Like, Yes, and that would have been a, a great reference to appease that generation, right? Yes, like, it would have been. Uh, you know, why not? Yeah, why not? I know. I'm being, uh, you know, uh, salty mama about it. But I'm like, all right, because that would make sense. Of, part of what I found limiting in this challenge is that they also did have to kind of reference very specific uh characters in this world uh, particularly ginger right um being this like fashionista um and then even the rachel berry it was just an interesting energy to have in the room but also like uh why is she here is it just because Jan Sport is on this season? Okay. You know what I mean? So that's what I wanted to bring up was like, it seems like this is technically a sort of Murphy-verse acting oh, challenge. Oh, Murphy-verse. But they're calling that's it why. American Horror Story. There's like, I think there's a brief reference to American. Pose to kind of like... Oh, yep. That's right. There's yep, a brief yep. to kind of like expand it. End. I'm mm-hmm. like, I just opened up Ryan Murphy's filmography. Be like, well, what else has he? Because they said, didn't they say like, oh, we could go back to the 80s and, you know, and, uh, and, yeah. house down, house down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, I just I think if I think if they really wanted to do it, if they really wanted to be like political, they could have had someone in a in a. um uh, what was her name? I want to say the from the the oh for God's sake from the O.J. Simpson trial, the lawyer with the hair. Oh, Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. What was her name? Marsha Marsha Clark. I can't want to say Marsha Wallace, and I was like, no, that is the voice of Mrs. Krabappel and the theater teacher from Teen Witch. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yes. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, um a Nip you know, Tuck reference. It's... You know, Willow sure. was on Nip Tuck. They could have sure. Nip Tuck, absolutely. Um, what else did Ryan? Oh, he did that that stupid show with Ben Platt, didn't he? The politician. He did the yeah, politician. He did that show. He, oh, he did Hollywood. He right? did Hollywood. Uh, I only got through one episode uh, of that. Uh, very he, sexy, of course. Yeah, he did Popular. Remember Popular back in the day? No, I never watched that oh, show. It was on the WB. It was. Uh, I wonder. You know, Mary's out there. Chime in. What famous witches should this? challenge have included right if it was mm-hmm. going to go out of the ryan murphy verse and it was just going to be about witches which i think is so dragtastic yes. um which witches could they have brought in uh you know i'm also thinking like why not go to lady Macbeth? you know i don't know oh, make some yeah. make some references here although maybe they should steer clear of shakespeare um i think they learned their lesson that, yeah, yeah they, they did, they they did, did try did. that before and and it was uh i think Kennedy's earring fell off in the in the in the pot of pot of brew. Um, yeah, and I, you know, even thinking like, oh, if they had done a challenge like this earlier in the season when they had more queens in the room, and it could have been, yeah, just like almost like a drag con for witches, just like a yes. you know broom con. I don't know what you'd call it, mm-hmm. uh, broom con, broom mm-hmm. con. And like, yes, it's all these different witches. So there could be a Salem witch, there could be a wicked the, the witch. craft. You could have Feruza Ball. You could come have on a Feruza Ball queen. I mean. Ne- more witches, more witches in drag. All of them witches. Yeah. Yes. And then that's um, yes, a, a mini cast of that. Absolutely. 
Yeah, uh, some uh, maybe some pit crew member comes out and goes clickety clack. I was gonna say clickety clackety. Where is where is Black Stanley? What was his name? Black. What was that guy's name? What was all the, the oh the the goat? The goat. Uh, yes, I know who you. Black Jacob. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. Black um, Stanley. Ugh. Yeah, uh, that can't God, be it. The yeah. That's from the Vivitch, Everybody. The um, yeah, I think Black uh, Philip. Oh, Black Philip. Yeah. Sure, Black Philip. Um, come on, Bruno. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think it could have been, uh, I don't know, bigger. That's all. Yeah. Uh, well, it was certainly longer. <laughs> this was oh, a Mary. really long acting challenge. It was. This was. How long was it? Did you time it by any chance? I think there was a I dinner feel like break. It was like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. They did this in it was rap. An intermission. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the Angels in America of acting challenges. Yeah. They needed a union break. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This was, yeah. um, yeah. yeah. Some people, they, they would just do like act one, one night and then act two the next night. But this was, this was a whole weekend performance. And I, it was a long challenge. I appreciated it because it gives everybody like ample opportunity to shine. Oh, Mary, there's no question. I'm glad that they're not Franken editing it. So that we're missing, you know, the actual script, which they've done in the past. Yeah. And I think, I think, yes, I want to see everything. It's like Snatch Game. I would like to see everything. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for that long, like, let's see all the facts, ma'am. I, I want to make sure you're not, you know, constructing something here. So we definitely got to see, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of editing still, but we definitely got to see a significant challenge. I just wish, it, I just don't know... I feel like Drag Race at this point is such a juggernaut that you would think that they, the kind of writers that they could get could just be, I mean, it's like, I, you know what, I'm, I'm trying to be nice, but it's just like, these don't have to be so flim flammy, you know? Correct. No, these could be standalone things that they could, you know, further promote and market and people can watch again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I, I think that there's a, there's something missing here that why are acting challenges always so terribly scripted? Like, what is that about? I just, I have to, I have to say how I feel. I just, why yeah. are they always no, you're so right. terribly scripted? And you're right. I just, I think like, Oh, no one wanted to call peaches Christ. You know, no one wanted, like, that's what I feel like is missing is getting mm-hmm. people who do this. Coco Peru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do this professionally. Who are like, yeah, we take an idea and then we put it in drag and, like this is they are not drag race is far from inventing the wheel. If anything, like they're like, look, look, we're rolling a wheel. And it's like, this is not a wheel. You know, Peaches Christ is the best example. Um, that's who to, to hire here uh, to get this done. I, I there there's so many ideas that are left untouched. But I it begs the question, what was the last successful acting challenge? Well, written wise, written wise. Well, I guess Gay's Anatomy had its moments, I think. But I mean, uh, I just yeah. feel like these should be laugh a minute. Like these should be what I'm Correct. thinking of is, you know, they're all edited. So you think about uh, a good example would be like an SNL, like edited, like a short, a short film, you know, where it's not a live. Um, sure. Yep. A digital skit. short. A digital yep. short. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. And. Like the really good ones, it's like the editing is tight and it's like there's a joke every 20 seconds, you know, maximum. And I feel like it kind of, I don't know, why can't that same quality show up on Drag Race? Why can't that same level of writing show up on Drag Race? 
I, I, the last one, I, you know, I think of Ruko's Empire. I thought that one was very funny. I thought uh, the Scream Challenge in season six was very funny. That one um, was and, funny, yeah. What was the one in season nine? That, that was the 90210. 90210. 90210. Which I like, was hilarious. Yes. Well, I think that there's a difference between where the perform where the queen's funny, but was the script funny? Because I think if you just read that script, it's not like that was the, what was funny about Shea Coulee was everything she brought to this role of Grandria. But right. I mean, the, the I just feel like the jokes on the page. I, they, that was not fun. That was not one of the best uh, like acting challenges for mm -hmm. sure uh, in terms of the jokes on the page. Yeah. And then season 10. Do you remember? They did. That was Breast World. Oh, no. Which, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Weird concept. Randy Rainbow came in at the end. It was so weird. So weird. <laughs> now, here is my, here is an idea that just popped into my, into my little head is, is part of the challenge that the script is terrible. Because if the sure. script was really good, the queens don't have to work as hard. So, like, there is also, like, everyone's bitching and moaning how there's never good acting challenges, including me a few minutes ago. But, <laughs> and and whether or not it makes for good TV is is important. Well, they want people to fail, right? They yeah. do want, somebody has to do poorly. I don't think they want people to to fail, but somebody does poorly, or they at least needs to be edited that way. Right. So um, all the jokes can't land on their own. Like, it can't right. be you know, a snappy little, you know, Billy Wilder script, you know, like it, mm -hmm. it because that's too easy. Huh. All well, right. I think yeah. of, I think of John Waters, right? Like the script is purposefully bad. The acting mm -hmm. is bad. Like it's not, it's, it's a style. Um, and I don't think, I don't think RuPaul's Drag Race writers are doing anything like that. I think they're like, all right, let's put something on TV. It has to last this amount of time. We need this many characters. It's a hard challenge for the writers to write this. So I do want to give some compassion that like, shit, what are we going to do? Oh, Jan's in this season? Great. We'll do a Rachel Berry character. Mm -hmm. You know, like... But I feel like it's, it's SNL writers do this every week. They have to and, and can have skits with like many people in them. And I just, I, you know, yeah, but they have but they have, uh, you know, people acting it out. And um, sometimes the actors are are collaborating with the writers. You know, the writers will like go through a scene and then take some of the ad libbing and make it the words. You know, I think that if they can figure out. Uh, you know, every week, Drag Race can figure one out every season, you know. Um, Agreed. Con consult with an old contestant, for God's sake. You know, I don't know, but it just, this, it, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm of two minds about this. Part of me wants really funny acting challenges because I want really great TV. And part of me gets the idea of like, well, then how much of a challenge is it, you know? Um, I don't know. Just a thought. Uh, Marys, are there any acting challenges we're forgetting that you're like, this one was great? I mean, the season well, four. recently. Yeah, because yeah. the season four one, the get those nuts away from my face. Listen, I've come back and. Emmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the deal, Max, Max, Max Muchnik. Um, I've gone back and watched season four, and I don't even get into a whole tangent about this, but like, season four is really cringy. It like it is <laughs> the it is the cringiest season. I do think oh, I one of the contestants may be responsible for a large percentage of that. 
but I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, trying to be nice, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it it's, is. Uh, you know, may the odds be ever in your favor, darling. Ever, ever in your favor. Ever in your favor. But it, but even beyond her, it, there is just this really cringy tone and this really cringy sense of humor and um, that acting challenge, the whatever it is, the the queens behind bars. It's fine, honestly. The Latrice part is probably the funniest part. Um, no, the funniest part is when she says, I kind of like it. Oh, well, Kenya is like I- iconically terrible, but Kills it. yeah, it's so good. Well, it's that's where so it goes good. to like John Waters territory. You've got yes. this li- like little weirdo with these like totally miscast <laughs> underappreciated. I think she didn't she go home for that the first yeah, time. She did. Unfortunately, oh God! You know, no appreciation. No appreciation. These acting challenges. You know, Queens in Space. I think in season three was actually pretty good, or better than 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 what we've seen lately. I do remember okay. that being a little kind of funny. Uh, season five was the telenovelas, which were fine. Very funny. I like that a lot, and that's because of Jinx. Yes, but again, but it's like the performers or the scripts, you know. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Jinx and I thought Coco did very well. Well, uh, yeah, in her own iconically yeah. terrible, in her own John Waters kind of way. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So, anyway, oh, you know, actually, I can think of one that I loved. It's from All Stars Two, the the sequels, the sequels. Oh, those yeah. were great. Those honestly, but they were broken up. They were broken up into duos. Yeah, so there were three different ones. They were just duos, but those I remember being like. Like the Katya and Detox one, granted the two of them killed it, but that was that was like some SNL level of uh, of good. Yeah, no, that's true. And they had lines. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. No, very funny. Uh, that's very funny. Oh, that's very um, funny. We we took a long tangent talking about these acting challenges. Well, you know, uh, I I think it's fair. Speaking, yeah. But but speaking of a queen that I think got the shortest end of the stick here is Akira. Like this role. This role could have been funny. I don't want to like you know discount Miss Geist here, but uh, it was it's a hard role to make funny. I yes, I really think that when you have to play annoyed, I just think mm. you know it's kind of like when you have to be petulant in some way. I just think it's a comedic dead end. I just don't think it's funny, and and I think you could see Akira just like. Couldn't find the like she was she was cracking the claws but wasn't finding any meat in those claws you know there's there's really only one B Arthur you know what I mean like if yeah. you're gonna create that type of energy in the room it has to be so big and the jokes need to be funny yeah I mean there was that one part I wrote this down it was slightly cringy excuse me while I slap you by slapping myself. I there there was nothing for her to work with, mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And then and then for RuPaul to, I don't know, Mary. What did you think about RuPaul's advice to Eureka with the well? There's you know a hundred ways to say something. You know how do you do? How oh, do you do? The Valerie you Cherish do? approach to <laughs> acting. Yeah, yeah. It's like you just keep manipulating the sounds until you find like it's like trying to figure out the combination on a lock. Just keep manipulating the, the numbers. You know. Right. I don't I don't know if that was great advice. Well, I mean, I think uh, this was something I thought about a lot when I did on In the Details, I did the Cherishing Valerie episodes. And I was thinking with Valerie, like when she does this on the comeback, it just it's a sign of the kind of actor that she is, is that she's not 
the kind of actor who's coming at it from like, oh, let me figure out who this character is or like figure out like, you know, why it makes sense for them to say that. Like, where is the natural humor here? It's more mm. of like, let me just manipulate the mechanics of a moment and just keep rearranging until we find an arrangement that works. But I have no emotional attachment whatsoever or even understanding of why one works better than the other, you know? Um, right, right. I mean, and also it's a, you know, BDB, the little TV show. It's like, well, just say it differently. You know? Well, I think that's also, I mean, yeah, we're talking about just like acting in general, but certainly in an acting challenge like this where they have a limited period of time. I mean, I think a lot of people would say Michelle giving line readings is not, great nope. direction and even to the point of getting into this onto the set and and doing a let me show you how it's done moment uh, well which, she she did a line reading for akira too she was like no you're pitchy right like she told them oh no she did it multiple times in, in to multiple people yeah. but i think the biggest she, yeah she's done this yeah. yeah uh the biggest example though when we haven't talked oh, about God. this yet is no, uh and i think this is a good time to talk about it is is <laughs> It, it's when she's coaching uh, Kali Sunik Love, uh, Hewitt Michelle Geller, but she, Lang, but she gets <laughs> up and is like, here, let me, let me show you how to do your monologue. And I mean, I love watching a middle-aged woman overact on television. I'll watch that all day. You know, like you could do the clockwork orange needles under my eyelids and I'd watch it all night. But I... Uh, there was a part of me that was like, I'm sorry, but we already have a BSA. And she showed up on a Zoom screen about 20 minutes sure. ago, Michelle. So I Correct. just can't give it to you this week. I'm sorry. You know, the the thing about Michelle doing Kylie's part is after she did it, I was like, was that supposed to be better? I just, I, I didn't think it was good. And I feel bad because I, I love Michelle. And I'm sorry, Michelle, you're not listening. But She's not listening. I didn't think she was good. Well, it was kind of like Eureka where she was, she was, it was, you know, it was like me trying to be a daddy. It was like, you know, why don't you, you know, why don't you take off your pants and get on the bed? You know, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are you wet yet? You know, you close? Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like I just. And, and you know, a, a big shout out to BSA nominated Ross Matthews for pretending that Michelle did very well. Oh, certainly. I mean, I think that was part of the job. It was like, OK, if ever there was a moment. This is it. I mean, queen supporting queens. Yes. yes. You know, queen supporting queens. And I love it. I love to see it, as the kids say. Uh, don't you yeah you love to see what it, it. that's what i love yeah, to see how did like, i wish like we could track the emergence if i love to see it that just became a thing and i'm not tired mm. i don't really say it but i love to see it <laughs> great man. i didn't plan that uh, <laughs> michelle michelle doing kylie's part was cringe i gotta say though if we're gonna give a cringe award for this episode it's not the line readings it's Ross saying good oh in that high-pitched whisper voice after Curious says, no, you're pitchy. That I wrote time. that down. I loved it. It was... Oh, my God. Proud coach. Good. Proud coach. Good. Good. Oh, I, I lived. Good. I wish there was a finger that went with it. Because it was so genuine, too. Like, I do feel like Ross was like, oh, like, yeah, I really want to... I want the audience to see that I'm being supportive. Mm -hmm. But there's also a bit of a, like... It almost felt like he was watching, like he was her ice skating coach, and she had just nailed the triple axel. Good, like there was almost a yes 
kind of there was a there was a uh, thing about it that big it was it was smaller than that no it was small like it was a very like it was a strong reaction for like not a huge accomplishment that's what i'm trying to say like it was uh it was like good but it's like well she was okay you know like giving it's giving the weakest link or like the the kid in the cast that's the worst yes the motivation they need you know yes i've i've been there so many times where it's like this little baby cannot sing Mm -hmm. a note so you have to go to the proximal the zone of proximal development and it's just like find them getting a success and then validate that and that's what he was doing he was like oh no good and it's like it wasn't that good yeah it's more of like (laughs) well better (laughs) it was more of better uh, and Michelle, I think, also didn't really want to play. She's like, okay, you got it, Akira. We're moving on. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I think they were like, all right, well, I, I think the producers told us you're probably going home this week, so let's just move on. Let's just guess Late Jan some more. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, my God. Oh, you said it. You I said know. It, I said I wasn't going to say it, and I said it, so it's been said. Um, you said it, Mary. Um, let's talk about the best sporting actress this week, which is... The coin. She did look like a coin. She looked like a big silver dollar. Um, oh, Angela Bassett. I got to say, I appreciate gay Akira for pointing out the nuance of her mouth before she smiles. That's a gay person. Yes. Uh, that's that's what like appreciating an actress is about, is when you can like talk about what her smile nuance is. I, mm-hmm. This was, you know, there are times, you know, Sometimes Jennifer Tilly's on Drag Race and, and Latrice is like, Oscar nominee Jennifer Tilly doesn't get any better than that. And she doesn't mean a word of it. And then there's times where they have a guest like this where it was like, they're crying, I'm crying, we're all crying. Like, this was like sure. a genuine, like, oh, no, this was a get. This wasn't, hey, girls, it's Scarlet. How's it going, you know? Oh, I know. No, this was a get. Yeah. Like, when the producer came into the room and told the other producers – Angela's in. Yeah. It was she's huge in. news. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, she comes on that screen and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, ugh. Ugh, Angela Bassett. Angela I Bassett. I fucking love her. Ugh. Yes, Mary. And honestly, yes. her advice was great. No, that's it. That's it was great that's advice. I wrote, I wrote Angela Bassett giving awesome advice for this bullshit challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the way uh, that she delivered it, I, I mean, if she wanted oh, to know. read, if she wanted to read stereo instructions in German, I would have listened. But for her to say, take the good and use it, take the bad and use it. And kind of, Oh, she says, take the bad. And she like laughs while she says it. And I'm just like, ah, oh, she's not being maudlin. It's just like, cause, and that's when she, I mean, my favorite line is cause you got to get what you need and all that you want. And I, just burst into tears. I don't even know what you mean. <laughs> okay. I'm Helen Hunt. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. And on a screen, I just, yeah, I love it. I'm glad that the girls were also like, I don't know, kids in a candy store, uh, uh, you know, looking at Mr. Wonka. I love that Raja was able to do the ear tuck of, I know the song. I I wrote it. Like, oh, Raja could right go to the bed the that night there. going, I made Angela Bassett laugh. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good mm-hmm. day. It's a good day. Yeah. Even if in the and bottom this Angela, week, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And for Angela to give us Tina, too. I mean, like, that is, like, she read the assignment. She oh, knew I'm her going audience. on this gay TV uh-huh. show. Yes. I know what they yes, want. Mary. I know yeah. what they want. 
You guys want me to do a little bit of Tina. Yeah, I get it. It's like, I know that uh, she got kind of some critique for being on Celebrity Drag Race, but it's like Vanessa Williams knowing the show she's on and doing the thing. She did what she needed to do. She did what we wanted her to do, you know? And I don't remember what feedback she got because I I feel like I remember being delighted, but maybe she was a little... Um, she really wanted to win. Oh, maybe it was a little much. Who was that? Uh, you know, I could rewatch a couple episodes of Celebrity Drag Race. The one, the one with the guys, that one, I would I, I would rewatch that oh, one in a second. God, I love that one. Uh, that one is a little gem that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. That one is a little gem. And it was gem. the first episode. Yeah. It was the first episode. That's yeah. like... no. In the Hall of Fame of great episodes, that we could do is that episode again. Yes, yes, that's a good, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Williams doing um, Drag King uh, it was a delight. Like she just, she brought her chops. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. I, I'm, I'm always happy to see Vanessa Williams. I don't care if she's mean in real life. Whatever. My fantasy is yeah, that she's, she's, she's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always feel like people need to qualify. Oh well, I heard that she was like a bitch at a at, at a restaurant once. It's like I was probably a bitch at a restaurant once. You know. Um, yeah, I remember when you were. Oh, was I? I'm kidding. No. no, no I'm, oh my god, no. you're so worried. No, but I was. Uh, maybe I'll save this for like an Only Mary's ketchup. But I did get I did get a little mean with someone. Uh, on, a cu- on a customer service person, but they were not being helpful about a very important issue. And I, um, I was oh. I was pretty Shirley MacLaine, give my daughter the shot about it. And I'm still reeling from it, but I think I'm right. Anyway, point being. I'm, sometimes the DMV is the DMV. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, um, ex- thank you. Thank you. Sometimes the DMV is the DMV. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't really want to talk about... Um, the, the witchcraft conversation. I thought it was sweet and cute. And it was like, all right, moving on. There was a... Um, Akira wants her own funeral home. That's cool. Yeah, you know? there's a great part where Raja like breaks the fourth wall when Akira says that she wants the funeral home. That was like <laughs> great. It was a nice little nuance. Um, and then, yeah, it did seem like, oh, I, there was a moment where I was like, oh my God, Eureka hurt her knee again, for God's sake. I was like, oh no. Oh no. no. We weren't going to do that to her. No. Um, I... I want to talk about Kylie's win. I, Again, we haven't talked enough about Kylie. Granted, I hear what uh, the pit stop is saying. It's not totally goth. And I was getting Fantasia. Like, there is a goth quality to it. Um, but there's two things I want to say. First of all, I don't know if you've been noticing in the past weeks, but there is a part every episode where the winner of the challenge needs to sort of mug for the camera as they decide which lipstick to pick? Yeah, I mean, there's always some element of that. I, there's always a... I, I, where I catch it is when they're talking one-on-one with the queens and they say, I haven't made up my mind yet. I, I just don't know what to do. I always feel like that's fake. Okay. Well, it's definitely fake when they're... The, the director is like, look like you're thinking, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the direction. Last, I, I have to say, the winner of this challenge, of this mug for the camera when you're deciding, is last week with Ginger. Please go back and watch it, Mary's. It's hilarious seeing Ginger, like, oh, like wring her hands, like, which one am I going to pick? It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Give her the Oscar. This week, we had Kylie Sonique Love, Hewitt, Michelle Geller-Lang, and she didn't really... She didn't really give much until she put the lipstick in her boob. And I just have to say, 
we this under boob cleavage is the moment. I, I, I live. You know, I I don't know if anyone I'm so I'm gay, and so I and I'm like really gay. Like I don't I I just it's just it's the it you know it's the way the good Lord made me. You know, uh, and so I have. Oh my God, I was mesmerized. You know, and there was like, oh, I'm, she wants me to look at her boobs. Like I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be. Like she's like, yeah, look at like they're called boobs, Mary. You know, Ed. Yeah, yeah. and so. Honestly, both times I watched lip sync, I have no idea how well she did in terms of getting the words because I just, I was like a 12 year old boy watching mm. scrambled porn. I was, what are you, a 12 year old, 12 year old, nine year old boy? Like, I was just like looking for nipple slips, looking for nipples. I was like, oh my God, I'm fascinated. How are they staying on? How yes. is that staying on? And I'm, and wanting the boobs to just come out and like, yes, just bring them out. Come, like, it's what we all want, you know? And I just got so like heterosexual. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I don't think I was getting heterosexual. I was like, oh, bitch, work. Oh, you, you're fucking killing it look at you looking gorgeous and it wasn't even just under boob cleavage she like had three stripes with two of them were like invisible like it was it was so cool it was so cool to see that outfit she looked fucking phenomenal I the last you know the most famous boob cleavage that I can think of and I know that there's a lot it's like it's like an in thing now the under boob um but I think of the Anna Wintour video uh, by Azalea Banks. And it's like, oh. am I going to see your mm-hmm. boobs? Which I did watch. Gonna... Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? She's like shaking and stuff. I don't know how Kylie did all of these acrobatics and not worry about that. Because like, sure, it's I understand like the, the fashion will make it or tape or whatever. But like, how are you not concerned for fuck that you're going to come out of that flip into a split and <laughs> your boobs are hanging yeah. out, you know, well, the what same- if there's a key moment in the lip sync, you know, and yeah. uh, oops, my bosoms yeah. come flying your, out. Your <laughs> uniform pops open. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's the same kind of conversation we have about tucking. It's like, how do you do that? Don't you right. worry about like how, where does it go? Like it's, I, I think it's actually, I kind of love this now that we're talking about it because it's like there's so much about tucking and the illusion and how do you achieve this and the sort of magic of that. And then with someone like with someone like Kylie, it's like, oh, well, she doesn't have to tuck and she has breasts. So like the illusion isn't the same. And I'm like, well, no, aren't we having the same experience with Kylie right now of like, how are you maintaining this illusion? Like, isn't that really all we're looking for with drag is how are you maintaining this illusion? So kind of love that like... I love her variation on like the drama of tucking, the drama of like tucking your nipples. It's um, I don't know. It's just I I I think that's an interesting point, so to speak. No pun intended. <laughs> you love boobs, Ed. I love um, boobs, Ed. Apparently, yeah. I I have to just praise the lip sync for a second. Um, first of all, I love this song, but second of all, both of them sung or lip synced the ad lib vocal over the last chorus, which is the sign of a masterful lip synker, knowing that you're not supposed to sing the car. You're supposed to sing the solo above uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again and point it out. They both did it here. And that's what you need to do. 
uh, for people that want to lip sync the whole song and you're not doing a mix and you get to the third chorus, do the, the solo that's over what you already lip synced. Uh, brava. Yeah. It was, I mean, you know, Manila is a great old pro energy. I think Kylie clearly won this, but it was, you know, nice to see Manila again. I think, you know, in terms of, like, there were really no surprises. I expected Kylie to win. I expected Akira to go home. I think Akira expected to go home. Uh, yeah. You know, it, there were no real, I was wondering at, if there'd be a shock, but there was no surprises here. At the bar, there were these queens next to me that were like, oh, oh, oh biting their nails, like very nervous. Uh-huh. They had no idea. That there'd be a goop, uh, yeah. Yeah, they thought like that their, their queen, who they loved, oh God, they were screaming so loud for Raja. It was so funny. Um, Raja, that, uh, the the Julianne Moore of the group. I mean, only Marys at our our ten dollar level will hear more of our thoughts this week mm-hmm. on Julianne Moore. But the talking through tears that we got from Raja and that we've been getting from Raja mm. is it's so good. I would love to one day do like talking through tears of Drag Race because she's a beautiful cry. She's so good at it. Ugh. Oh, just the idea of doing an episode or researching an episode for talking through tears of drag race. Mm. I am so aroused. Um. <laughs> um, one moment that I loved in this, the at the end of this episode, is what Kylie says to Akira. She says, bitch, you know I live. Mm. I just uh, love that sentiment. Yeah. Bitch, it, you know I live. It's very Chi-Chi to Kennedy. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, you know I live. I had to send you home, darling. Mm. Bitch, you know I live. It's the, 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 the nuance of how she says live. It, yeah, Bitch, you yeah. Know I live. That sort of southern lilt on live. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She, you know, it was definitely not a, it was a positive ending. I felt like there were some, there was a, a laugh and a hug between Raj and Akiria. Akiria had a good spirit about it all. Um, I think, you know, we never really talked about it this season, but I felt like Akiria. And Trinity were giving me Asia and Monet vibes, like about the whole trade thing. Like it reminded me of Asia and the sponge dress. I mean, like I'm not oh, giving it like, to you. No, yeah, there no, was, no, yeah. There exactly. was that same yeah. vibe here about the whole like being the trade of the season. And a, I'm just so happy Trinity was part of that little thing. But mm-hmm. you know, just uh, I, I always appreciate that from Akira, that that sort of anti-Akira energy. Yeah, Trinity. It feels like well, Trinity has Eureka. Right now uh, we've got Urinity, yeah, which sounds like <laughs> some sort of, you know, uh, breaks no, up kidney stones. Urinity. Yeah, well, I was gonna talk say to your doctor urinity, about Urinity, you know, Urinity, yeah, or yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna stop that conversation right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm um, picturing Q-tips <laughs> going in urethras. Yeah, um, um, another nuance of Ms. Kylie. God, she is, she's doing it. She's she's warming up the hearts, but she says. I love Machino. I'm going straight there. Oh, right, because she gets that like, she gets the Italian. Uh, like, yeah, stay she's going under the Tuscan sun. Yeah, she's. Uh, where where does she take the day trip to in that movie? I'm going straight there. Uh, where does Where well, does Diane Lane in go? Tuscany. Yeah, in, in that, Tuscany. In under the Tuscan sun. Where does Diane Lane go? Where she meets the hot guy. You mean? Oh, in the movie, oh, the movie that you love. Oh, when she goes down to uh, when she goes down to Positano. Positano, down that's there. what it was. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't start with an M at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because she meets him in she meets him in Rome, doesn't she? When she's going to pick up like a light fixture or something. Oh, right. Then they go to Positano or whatever. In any yeah. event, and that's a long drive. That's it's a very long drive. Yeah. You have to do a potty break at some point on that trip. <laughs> but uh, it's just you know it's good to know. I don't know if they have like a you know a Getty you can stop at or a you know a Bolo Market. But um, so one other thing I just want to ask, and I feel like this is something. Honestly, every week, as great as this lip sync was, I can't help but ask WWTKBD, you know? Like, every lip sync, WWTKBD. No, I know. It's like Jan's jukebox. You want Trinity to do the lip sync after each one. Just to know what just she would see, do. Yeah, just to know what she would do. It's Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to think about that, right? It's like, you know, these queens put out the looks that they would have brought, but now it's like, well, what would you have done in the lip sync? Yeah. I, you know, and, and put that out there. Right. Because a queen like Trinity, I would absolutely want to see that because. I'd pay money. Yeah. I would pay a weekly amount right. to see that. Right. Where she'll put on a little a little digital show every week. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So that, put it on a tote bag. WWTKP day, you know? I feel like uh, Ginger would have made it like dirty, like getting dirty in the mud you know i think that she would have probably had a similar you know campy comedic approach as last week i i much like last week where i'm glad we got ginger because she had such a great take on that and like the more i think about that lip sync i just Uh, that hair that and that funny walk yeah that Uh. i'm not saying it's up there with some of what dita did and this will be but it is it is platinum tier lip sync choices you know uh, it was very much a bendela creme type of mm. uh, performance where she anaconda picked, yeah yes mm-hmm. she, she made a choice and it was so well executed yeah yeah and and it was i mean just oh that's certainly one for the books but i feel like this week i'm glad we got Kylie Sinek, Love Hewitt, Michelle Geller in the in the top because like who else would I actually really want to see lip sync to the song, mm. but Kylie in that outfit. I mean, Ugh. that's it. The under boob, what Ugh. fashion, Mary? Fashion. Ugh. Um, I you know I, I think we can kind of make some predictions uh, for next week. It's a singing challenge. Yeah, it's a bit of a singing and dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I would be. I would be surprised if Ginger didn't do well. Right. I expect her to continue to do well, I guess is probably the way to put it. Uh, I I mean, they're kind of, the, the previews are obviously can be misleading, but they're kind of showing Pandora struggling. I mean, the question is, I think when you think of Pandora, it's like, yeah, but when Snatch Game? When Snatch Game? Why would you have Pandora on if you're not going to have her on for Snatch Game? And right. what, are you going to have like four people on Snatch Game? Like, what are we doing here? Is well, that- they've done they've done six before with the dating. Uh, I know. Dating. And it gives them, it gives each of them more airtime, which is, it, it ends up working out better. But, um, I just I, yeah I I, know. I like that more. I'm just getting kind of bored with the snatch game format because, God, it's more often than not like a fail. Yeah, I I know I know. It's like why do we, Mary? Why do we? And I say we as like the collective we. Why do we all get so excited about snatch game? Snatch game at some point. Snatch game, and it is so often like a couple of hits and mostly misses every single season. Why are we queening out about Snatch Game when it's never that good? <laughs> well, you're right, but impressions are fun. 
Uh, I fun to know, see, you know, I, 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 it's just another example. And I guess I'm just, yeah, I'm just, you know, ever since I complained to customer service earlier this week, I've just been in a mood. But if there was a, a wow presents customer service, it'd be like, why am I settling? Why am I settling for these scripts? Why am I settling for bad snatch games? You know, like you'd, you'd think the Queens would figure it out. And some of them just don't take the notes. They, they're, they just don't. They're like, no, I'm gonna do Beyonce. I mean, that's no, yeah. I'm gonna do. I love this queen. It, it, it's, it is what it is, Mary. It is. I mean, you know, while I'm complaining at Wow Presents, they could write back and say, hey, if you want to complain, talk to the queens. They're the ones choosing Beyonce every season. Like, really, Snatch right. Game is a great example of like, actually, Snatch Game doesn't really have to be that much of anything. That's all the queens. Like, the questions don't Correct. matter. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and RuPaul and the producers will do whatever they can to get the characters that they want. But at the end of the day, you know, the queens have to deliver. Right. And th the whole challenge, you know, depends on all on down to, to choice of character. So, uh, well, I assume that'll be in two weeks. So I guess my question is, or my assumption is that this is a challenge that Pandora wouldn't thrive at. I don't know why. She's had music. And Trinity, I think, gets an edit that she doesn't do well. Uh, obviously, you know, it sounds like Jan is going to do okay. I just, I'm surprised that Jan is going to make it further than I, any of these other queens. I thought for sure that she was Dunyans. I figured, okay, yeah. like, we're, this is it. This is the last episode. And so the whole time this episode, I was like, man, how's Jan going to go home this week? How are they going to send her home? What are they going to do to send her home this week? Right, and right. it's, and now I feel like she did well this week. Unless she just royally fucks up, next week is right up her alley. So, I don't know. Trinity could win. Jan could stay for a few more weeks. Who knows what could happen? I'll be curious to see what Pandora does. It's That's again, the one I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's out of her wheelhouse, uh, which is just so unfortunate. She has been getting, you know, a good hand this season of Drag Race. Well, and, and I think what's interesting this season is that so as of now, she and Eureka are the only ones who haven't won, and everybody else mm -hmm. in the room has won only one challenge. There's really no front runner, and I think that, that's crazy. That like it's so well, distributed. They did that on purpose, of course. No. But like, yeah. it's it's a it's a great choice. Like I'm all for it. But sure, just to just to keep the audience just. Uh, pacified really. yeah like you can be in your feelings in a certain week of like because i can't remember who i thought should have won last week that was last week but when i look back i don't the, even remember the challenge yeah i you know right exactly like what are we talking about uh but when i look back on like the overall narrative it's like yeah i i want to be left guessing as long as possible you know Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no i hear you um mary i i think that's I think those are my thoughts. Uh, I don't have any other stray things. Yeah, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad Kylie won. Um, I think she deserved to be featured. Um, it could have gone to uh, Ginger if she played that role. I don't think this was a winning role for Pandora, although she did great. It's more of a BSA, and the other standout would have been Jan. And they're not going to give this to Jan. No, not after the brow beating. They're not going to now reward her for that. You know. Uh, right. 
Right. Especially this edit. My yeah. goodness. Uh, but certainly the actual Michelle, I appreciate that she was gunning for, you know, we, I appreciate an Annette Benning, you know, or, or a Kim Basinger or a Madonna gunning for an acting award. But I'm sorry. Angela Bassett's Pure Love and Light was clear BSA of the week. Mm, and mm. we didn't mention her at all, which I don't think is a coincidence. I, and I'm not wildly familiar with her outside of this, but like major horse girl energy from Emma Roberts. <laughs> Profound horse girl energy. Like it's just not her it's not her uh energy when she acts. Like I, right, the like character a, she plays. Right. She's like always this little vixen. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, she looks like she is just like nervously sitting there. She's like, so I You know her. I, okay. I, I liked your singing. I actually wanted to hear more. You know, it was just She was very sweet. She was, she was very, very sweet. sweet, but I she, thought she was a bigger you, personality. You're familiar with her from Scream Four, right? You saw her in that. I didn't see Scream 4. I thought she was in the show, the Scream series. Was she in both? No, no. She was not in the series. She was in Scream 4. I'm just going to make sure that my facts are correct. I mean, America, facts yeah, are facts. Was, of course, yeah. No spoilers, but Emma Roberts is definitely in uh, Scream 4. Uh, but she's she plays, not she in the plays, Scream series. That seems weird that she. No, would. it's this other actress that's featured in True Blood this season. The season I'm watching right now. Uh, her name is like uh, Rosaria Zalia Rose. Well, luckily, uh, I still have Ryan Murphy's IMDb up because we were scanning before, so I can I can fill in. The, uh, I can answer that burning question. Um, no, she is in it. She plays Chanel Oberlin. Emma Roberts. Oh, I thought you were confusing her with Amelia Rose Blair. No, I don't know. I don't know what an Amelia Rose Blair is. I'm looking at the cast right now of MTV oh, Scream. Wait, and I don't see. Oh wait, Emma oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. I'm thinking of Scream Queens. Oh, which is a Ryan Murphy show. Okay, but I knew the name okay. Scream was in it. Scream Queens, Scream <laughs> Queens, not Scream the series. I don't even. I've never. I've never seen that. Okay. Scream the yeah. Scream no, Queens. Excuse I do recommend. Me. I do recommend watching the first season. It's so bad and trashy, but like good. I don't know. I maybe I'm alone on this limb, Miss Watson. But the, the this first season of Scream on MTV was pretty good. Okay, it was pretty good. It was you know it had one of those eye roll endings, but like it worked. Okay, and I. And Kiki Palmer's in that. I'm just like I don't know. I, there's there's good things that came out of that season or yeah. that series. You know but... what's crazy? Kiki Palmer is also in Scream Queens. No way. Yeah. So now my brains are pointing. And and Leah Michelle is in Scream Queens. And oh, Billy Lord is in that. That's who I think I kept thinking Emma Roberts was going to be more of a Billy Lord energy. Oh. And Emma Roberts is more of like my aunt's Julia Roberts, you know? Um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, you know, my aunt. My yeah. aunt, yeah. Um, aunt Julia. Yeah, yeah, Aunt Jules, yeah. I'm going to the um, premiere with I've, Aunt Jules, yeah. I don't think I have anything against Emma Roberts. It's just that I don't get excited when Emma Roberts is in something. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I don't flock to an Emma Roberts, you know, project, certainly. Like, I don't think she was 
I mean, oh my God, I'm going to get. Go for it. Go for it. I don't think she was. I (laughs) I don't think she was good in Coven. I don't. Oh, really, really annoying. I fell out of Coven completely. So I um, and she may have been part of it where I was just like, I don't have time for this. I think wasn't she kind of similar to what we were talking about with Akira. Wasn't she kind of playing like petulant and bitchy the whole time? Yeah. He asks petulantly. I uh, so, yeah, I don't. You know, no wine with dinner, you know? It was a bad character, but whatever. I'm not going to put that on Emma Roberts, but I will say, you know, gotta, you got to get me, gal. Somehow. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah. Uh, we're going to end our episode there. But, uh, Marys, if you have thoughts on Coven Girl, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash alright-mary. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also one And you can get more from me on my other two podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including, oh, we have a very fun episode coming up um, with some uh, Mary contributions we'll be chatting about. And um, then at the only Mary's level this week is our Julianne Moore episode. So if you are not a Patreon, now is a fabulous time to become one at patreon.com slash allrightmary, where you can also find our complete three-part series on season one of Jersey Shore. Mary, what is the Last Chance Lip Sync this week? And would you explain it? Yes. I was so excited to realize, well, first of all, I thought in honor of the gothy runway, I thought we should have a gothy uh, Last Chance Lip Sync. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, well, let me just make sure that I'm, you know, you know, choosing something that people would consider to be gothy as far as like, I don't want, I don't want to look like a boob, you know? And so then I was like, Oh my God, I used to listen to so much of this. I was so, I was apparently, you know, about as gothy as Michelle Visage uh, back in the day. And so one I had, there was, there was this one CD I had by this group that I just think has the gothiest of names. And I thought this is perfect for this week. So the song is called Structure, which it lyrically doesn't really have any of, so it's kind of ironic. Um, But the band is called Love is Colder Than Death. I mean, uh, Bring me to life, Mary. Yeah, I know. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. You know, I'll be at Hot Topic, Mom. You know, get me an Annie Ann's pretzel. And so... I just couldn't resist. I would love to see a queen do something to the song on stage. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's a seance. Yeah. It could be a great Boulet Brothers uh, type of opening act yep. before, you know, like, it goes into House of Horrors or something. It's a great floor show song mm. for the for Dragula. Like, I think that right, would be really right. fun. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the inspiration of this is really, you know, you know, m- maybe no one's going to do any pinwheel arms and, and death drops to this. But, you know. Good. Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> you know, if you know, you're not supposed to say death drop anymore. So. Yeah, you're not supposed to say death drop. Yeah, anymore. that's right. Um. Um. So, Marys, uh, we hope you sort of enjoy "Love Is Colder Than Death." You'll probably just enjoy imagining what a queen would do. Yeah. Or like me listening to this on the bus in high school. You can think about that. <laughs> yeah, think about that. Yeah. Marys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
Tatsins! Tschüss!